All right, we owe you guys a uh, Sunday night podcast, as we didn't do it this week because of, well, of course, the holiday. Bloom was out of town. Um, so here we are on a Wednesday morning catching you up with the Williams and Bloom Sunday night, a.k.a. Wednesday morning. Did I just call it Monday? I don't even know. What day is it? I, I don't even know. Uh, but it is Wednesday morning when we're recording this, so we're going to replace our Cody Road with our coffee today, but I'm still going to tell you about our friends at MacDyne and the MacDyne Corporation. Check them out at MacDyne.com. Of course, their jobs board is always a um, hot spot where I'm telling you guys to go. If you're perhaps bored and you, um, you, you're sick and tired of your job, this is a spot to go. Hey, I also want to talk about uh, with MacDyne, did you know they are doing the new student innovation Center, Bloom, and the Sports Performance Center. They got their technology in there. Yeah. I did know that. They're, um, they also did, uh, the, they're involved with the expansion of the Jardine Building in the Ivy College of Business. Really? So yeah. they're, they've got their fingerprints all over Iowa That's State. State. Literally, you work with Iowa Staters who take care of Iowa State. So it's a great place to work, and they do awesome. They've got awesome technology and highly skilled at what they do. I've heard that that. Sports Performance Center is pretty, oh my gosh, it's pretty a incredible. So it's it's, uh, it's a game changer, and the technology in there, thanks to Mechdyne, is really really cool. Yeah, so if you guys get a chance to tour that, um, or even look at like videos or whatever, when Iowa State puts them out, to put a name with a face per se, that's Mechdyne, who we're always telling you about. They're doing that, and they again, Chris told me to. They're always wanting to hire Iowa State grads, so it's kind of cool for a lot of their employees to be able to work on these projects at Iowa state as well. No doubt. And for those, I encourage everybody, if you, I know you come back for football games probably, but walk around campus sometime, check out that new student innovation center. Okay. It is really cool. Really, want, yeah. Really I'd, cool piece of property. I'd like to do that. You can learn more at MacDyne.com. We'll tell you more about uh, them each and every week here on the Williams Employment podcast today. Uh, we'll p- keep it fairly simple today. Cyclone Fanatic was involved in a little bit of news last night. We'll talk about that. And then, um, yeah, we'll move on. Let's play a little bit of uh, English. Give me the horns. All right, we're on a bit of a time crunch today, so we'll cut it out before the great Chris English and the and the vocals come in. Um, first of all, Bloom, I hope you had a great fourth. You're up north at Armstrong. How's yeah. everybody up north? It was good. They had a nice parade. Uh, kids got some candy. Went to a lake. All good things. Oh, had had several. You missed a hell several of, beers. You missed a hell of a time around Bondurant. <laughs> Jeez, Bondurant and Herzegovina. Oh my god! I, so we got home, this and I town. was like, "I'm glad we have a little—I uh, don't even know what—awning on our 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 deck that was up." Yeah, we had so much debris on the deck <laughs> and in the yard. Oh, I'm not surprised. I was like, "I'm just glad our house didn't start on fire. That started on fire and started something else on fire." So oh my we gosh. had three three uh, plastic bags worth of debris. I just believe from our it. Backyard. Oh, I I. Absolutely believe it. I had a bunch in my backyard too. How, how late did it go here? 
I mean, the problem, not the problem, it was two nights of heavy <laughs> artillery. And you were involved. I saw, We drove by your house, and you had, like, your box of fireworks. Yeah. Was fireworks. Yeah, I was involved on Sunday. Um, Saturday night was a cool dad moment. I, I, I got the, somehow the baby was sleeping. She can still baby until she's two, right? Because I, I refer to her as the baby. I think so. Whatever. I think somehow I got her to yeah. sleep. And Cameron and I went and sat in the back of my truck and turned on some Lee Greenwood, and we watched, like, all the fireworks, and we had a blast. That's cool. And then Sunday night, yes, I was a willing <laughs> participant. What we did was, I've learned this over the years, I bought all these, like, the parachute ones. Okay. Where the little army guys are flying down. <laughs> nice. And so I'd shoot them off, which takes some skill because you've got to do it with the wind so that it can yeah. land near your party. Near. Like, the first one I shot off basically landed at the high school because it just took off with the wind. So then I was damn near at your house shooting them off. So they landed close to your house. And then all the kids would run after oh them to gosh. chase down the army guys. I mean, it's it's a hell what, of a lot What of is the uh, protocol of picking up yeah, pick firework up, debris? Pick but up what your, if it's in somebody else's yard? Like you don't want to go see, that's a traipsing problem. through somebody else. Yeah. I understand that. But at the same time, well, that's not that was not a pleasant uh, I understand. chore so to come back Would you to. rather do that or have... A guy go through your house I'd, to I'm, get. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, I, I mean, don't know I, the answer. My my rule of thumb is if it's inside or if it's not like in in a gated area, I'm gonna pick it up. Okay. But like, there was one little army man I know that landed in a gated area, and I was like, well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna jump their gate. Yeah. You know, because to tough. me, that's even more Privacy, rude than yeah. I mean, yeah, they could be naked back there for all I know. Like, I, you know what I mean. I, yeah, get another show on the fourth. Uh, anyways, no, we had a we had a hell of a weekend. Um, I hope Wednesday. everybody was yeah. safe. Yeah, it's already Wednesday. This is kind of the um, the last weekend of summer for me. I'll be going to Southwest Iowa for a reunion, and then um, coming back, and then I'm in Dallas next week for media the Big days. Twelve Media Days in person. Yeah, outstanding. And that means football really ramps up. And I mean, really, the where do they have where do they have the fourth that? is the end of summer for me. It's kind of how I usually look at it. Walk us through media days, how this really works, because I'm guessing people are like they hear it, they may watch it, but what I mean, is, what is this? Entail? It's a bit of a dog and pony show. Is that a hotel or is that no, Jerry's World? It's a it's a Jerry World. Okay. So what they'll do is in on what AT and T Stadium. Yeah, they're all um, they the Big Twelve will have this whole like setup where there's you know, work tables and like radio row where there's a hundred shows like what I do on cakes and O broadcasting from there. Um, there's a giant stage. They'll have a bunch of AV technology, not made by Mechdyne yeah. where it's just promotionals for the big 12. So basically, I mean, it's two days full of, I mean, I can talk to anybody. Like sure. I can just go up and have a conversation with Dave Aranda if I want. I can, and that, to me, the great value of these and whatever student athletes the schools decide Pride. to bring. Do we know who Iowa State's bringing? I I don't know. I don't think that they announced yet. Okay. I mean, I'm assuming it'll be Brock, Brees, and Mike Rose. That would be the with Charlie Kohler and the. Oh yeah, or Kohler and Eisworth would be yeah those those five yeah. But usually you only bring three, three. so. You have to bring Brock. You have to bring He's Brock. He's the quarterback. You have to bring Brees. You have to bring Brees. And then the I, other... I think you got to bring Mike Rose because he was the reigning defensive player of the year. In the I conference. think so, too. I mean, if and you want great pub, is. Charlie's the guy because he's great. hilarious. Yeah, and, and Greg is super sharp, yeah. too. Not They're, that those other three aren't. They have a lot of great... Good options. 
options to to bring. Uh, I mean, Will McDonald could be a first round draft pick. Yeah, true. I would love for them to bring Will McDonald because I haven't guy I haven't been around him yeah. much. He's a guy who I'd like to. Not many people have peel back some layers of the young, you mm-hmm. know, and learn more about that guy. Our uh, our sponsor uh, for all of our coverage, I want to give them a shout out because they're a sponsor of the Williams and Bloom Pod too. Is the Iowa Clinic man there? I don't know what I'd do without them on a year-to-year basis. Not only, and this is rare, not only are they such a great spot, they're so freaking great to work with. Good. Like, I absolutely, I couldn't endorse, like, and same with Mechdyne. Like, these freaking companies that we have uh, working with us and supporting what we do are absolute class act and I uh, appreciate them and all the gals there at the marketing. And then I use their product all the time, all the, all the, that we talk about too. I think between you and you and me, we may be keeping their, their ad dollars <laughs> Jeez. Uh, up to speed. Yeah. Yeah. Just between our family illnesses. You're, you're not kidding. So I wanted to talk about this. I'm sure there's some people um, who've seen it. Uh, sales are already going very well. Last night on uh, it was, at about 9.30, Tuesday night, Brock Purdy made an announcement that he's partnering with Cyclone Fanatic to create merchandise. Um, I will tell you guys, this is not the last announcement you will see. Um, more, I just want to talk about like why we're doing it, yeah. what, why it makes sense for us, um, and and that type of thing. Let's start. Did you when Did you have this concept in mind when to start to get thrown around and then how, how I serious, did. I mean, how serious did it get as this July one day loomed? I had always thought that we would be aggressive in this space. Um, just only in the sense that I didn't think anybody university. So we're independent. We're a hundred percent independent of right. Iowa state. A lot of people don't understand that, but we are 100% independent. We can do whatever we want. We pay the trademarking license. We, you know, so anything with the I state logo, you have to pay for. Correct. Yeah. Anything, like anything, like any other, even the name cyclone fanatic, we pay annual fees to have that because it has the word cyclone in it. Got it. And for what it's worth, they're great to work with too. They've been there's a whole office at Iowa state. Those gals there have been phenomenal over the years. And we're, we have a great relationship there. Um, but I thought I would be, want to be aggressive in this space because I didn't think that the, I didn't think size locker room, for instance, would be selling Brock Purdy t-shirts. Yeah. That puts them in a difficult position. Correct. Cause then they can't have, so how does it, I mean, we'll get into this, but you, yeah. you, in order for the players to use the logo, this is where, this is very important. You have to go through. So the trademark and Learfield, they would get a cut, but I don't think they can use the name, image, and likeness at all in any of this stuff with Iowa State. Like I don't. So like some places can, but you have to go through a bunch of hoops to do it. I'm guessing you can, but there's then it gets very bureaucratic. Yeah, and then you're losing. Then you're going to lose like half of your revenue revenue. to the. I don't even know this percentage. Don't quote me on that. I can see myself. There's a reason. There's a reason why. These T-shirts and things that you'll see from these players and other merchandise will not have the logos on it. Correct. Even this color gets a little bit like if, even if you use the color, you're well. No. I think less about the T-shirts. It's more like um, Brees and Brocker. I saw they're doing an autograph signing yeah. somewhere. They like if they would promote that and use like the Iowa State logo, that's strictly forbidden. Got it. The T-shirt thing, I. Honestly, we didn't 
even I didn't want to screw with it. Yeah. Like I didn't want to mess anything up. Yep. I didn't want to get a cease and desist. No I don't need because uh, this is about Brock. Um, at the end of the day, somebody was going to be doing these with these kids. Yep. They are still kids to a degree yep. they're very inexperienced with this stuff. This is what kind of changed my mind. I started making some calls. So I had athletes reaching out to me on that Wednesday. So it was literally and, like spur of the moment. Yeah. I mean, because this no, happened really quickly. We didn't have like shirts designed ready okay. to go. This was absolutely nothing gotcha. like that because I, I was starting to get uneasy because of all of the unknowns. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I don't want to get ahead of my skis here. Well, the more con- so I said to I think I told you last Wednesday was one of the craziest days of my yeah. career. Yeah, the amount of phone calls I got, my phone was dead by noon. Like it, <laughs> it was wild. And the more information I got, the more it was like, okay, somebody's going to be doing this. Yep, I actually care about Brock Purdy. Yep. I've I, I really do. Like this is not a, and it and I talked to Brock for a while, and we talked about goals Which and is totally legal now. Yes. Which is weird for me because yep, in the past, forbidden. like I had to go through Mike Green to do anything with any of these guys. Yeah, Mike's the athletics communication. He does a great job. Yeah. Been there forever. I have a great relationship with, and I was uneasy just even talking I to get Brock. It. Um, I still am with players. I mean, I mean, it's just kind of well, and you don't want to invade their privacy, yeah, right. and they they have set aside time for these young men to deal with the media yep. their lives are so busy. Like they don't want random reporters calling them at eight o'clock at night exactly. when they're supposed to have some downtime to study. Yep. You know, that's, that's exactly my point. I, when I, you know, I'll say hi to them on the road. Mm-hmm. Hey, good to see you guys. I, I just rarely, I, they are so busy. Just, I like giving them their space and keeping that, but this has completely blurred the line to your point. Yes. And so so it's probably put you in a difficult spot. It is. It's been weird to decipher through, the reason we decided to jump in, one, I'll be transparent. I thought it was a good business opportunity. Definitely. We're trying to grow our shop. We want to be, um, I want to be, you know, a locally version of Amazon for Iowa State fans at some point where, oh, we need a new shirt. We're going to go to the Cyclone Fanatic shop. That's what I want us to be. The more this world becomes digitalized, I yep. want us to be the number one digital uh, store for Iowa State fans. So this was a good business opportunity. Two, I I saw a way here to help these guys, which that's important to me. If you've listened to my radio show, I've been very upfront about this for a long time. And we can do it in a transparent way that's above board. And I know that they're not and and I think that the programs know like that they're not getting taken advantage of. You know, look out for these guys as best interest. You're not doing it for free. No. But you're still you're not gonna we're not boozled them. No. And nobody's, nobody's getting rich off right. of the, the Brock <laughs> pretty t-shirts. Okay. I can promise you that. But, but yeah, so a That's week awesome. ago at this time, we're recording about nine o'clock in the morning. There were a lot of calls being made, but I wasn't like all in on this. It, it I just, I was like wanting to wait. Mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to see how it played out. And this has been one of the craziest, like we talked about these lines being blurred. It went from like lines not blurred. You knew exactly what it was for a century. Yeah. And then all of a sudden overnight, I'm waking up like from text messages from players about merchandise. (laughs) Yep. It was just wild. Which had been so forbidden. Yeah. They would have ripped my press credentials away. Yeah, you would have been. I would have been outlawed. Yep. 
Well, definitely. I still probably am by some in that building, to be honest with you. I'm sure that it's uneasy in some spots, but again, somebody's going to do this. Um, want somebody reputable. Yeah, you know, like that was kind of the I way that we approached it. And what I think is a really important thing, the more I'm watching all this unfold, I, I, I mean, I don't think these guys should be just doing anything to make a buck because yeah. then it cheapens your brand. I Makes you wonder, yeah. You know, and I think I think because it's the first week, everything is fresh. I think this will calm down. But I, I, I would that. really, nobody's asked for my advice, but I would if I would give it, um, I, don't cheapen your brand. Don't do anything for a dollar here at I, this time. And, and I knew that we would be able to create a professional product. More importantly, they don't have to do anything. They just have to tweet it out. We have pros, Mike Martz and graphics to yep, you. Awesome, awesome guys. They completely just take care of absolutely everything. So like Brock Purdy doesn't have a ton of time. He's not you know. staying up all night shipping t-shirts. Correct. Yeah. And like I saw a couple things that when he tweeted and there's a couple of Brock, just make sure you're still paying attention to football. It's like guys. Yeah. One other thing I wanted to make clear, and this is important to me, this is a reason why at first I kinda wanted to stay away from it. When you think of Cyclone Fanatic, you don't think of like hardcore journalism, but we try and hold ourselves to a standard. We're not paying the athletes. So th- this is where, I mean, it's a technicality, but we're not paying the athletes anything. It all comes from graphics to you. So when you buy a shirt from Cyclone Fanatic store, we don't get the money. Okay. The money goes to graphics to you, which does all the shirt stuff. And then they pay us commission off of... The sales got it is how that works, and that's how this works too. So there, that's where the money's coming from. I wanted to be very clear, uh, Brock. If you throw a bad interception, I can still criticize you. You know, like right to a to a point. We try and not kill players to to begin with, but yeah. But if it does, I mean, that's a fair fair criticism. I would say is yeah. Well, how do you? Oh, don't worry. I've thought yeah, long and hard I, about I all it. of this. I I, I lost sleep over this on Wednesday night. It's last a week. total. Uh, mind blink bleep from what it was before. And so, but I agree with you. I mean, at the end of the day, somebody's going to make t-shirts or make money off the, I don't say make money off these guys, but they're going to make money doing this somewhere. But I think you're in a position with the reputation with Fanatic and, and by extension that store that you'll do it up front and be transparent. Well, it's and, completely transparent. Yeah. Um, we, we had a document. We have a document that they all sign that, you know. Do they, so, it's do they then have to go through yeah, so, Iowa State? after Because this isn't just like no. Rock and Brees being renegades. And- <laughs> no. So, from what I understand of the process, and I, I'll get Jamie on. Like, Jamie, you know, he's an open book. Yeah. I, I will get him on at some that, point. That'd be I just, great. He's been really busy, as you can imagine. But, so, from what I understand, there's like a 48-hour process at Iowa State where if player X gets approached by um, this restaurant to come do a event slash signing, the player has to fill out a form, get it to Iowa State, and they can approve or deny. So basically, that's like where you get into the BYU thing. Gotcha. BYU doesn't want its players promoting adult entertainment sure. for obvious reasons. It's the, you know. Yeah. I think, so this is where, and I actually should get some of our friends from Learfield on. I don't know if they would talk on 
Mike, but I think it's interesting. Like, cause so like what's, what's always tricky to me. Well, well, let's say Iowa state is a Nike school, right? Yep. Which it is a lot of money involved there. Yep. Well, let's say Adidas comes and offers Brees Hall know. a ton of money. Can they say no? I mean, I feel like they should be able to say no at some point because like and is Brees that, Hall is still a part of their business. It is. You know, it like is that the, part of like the the scholarship agreement? I don't know. Like I'm I'm guessing gonna a lot of that's going to have to be redone. Mm-hmm. Another thing I was thinking about over the weekend, like can can Matt Campbell really not allow freshmen to speak to the media now? I mean, as the head football coach, he should have that ability to to do that. But now it'll be used against the him. player. Could be like, well, I mean, you're not allowing my face to get out there. Yep, grow my brand. I don't know. It just changes so much so quickly that it's it's <sighs> it's a crazy world. Who would have thought? That's a very nice looking T-shirt, by the way. Oh, Brocktober. Thank you. Thank you. We, we've got nice, more. Nice job designing that. Well, I mean, I just come up with the ideas, and then Mike Martz does all the design, so I can't. I, the cool thing is Brock was very integral in this design. So Brock, I asked Brock last week, give me like three or four pictures of you that you like, and like he, Brock's an impressive young man. The most impressive thing that um, I've come across in working with Brock in the last week is how much he despises social media. That's why he he's a good quarterback. That's why it was kind of cool. He hadn't tweeted in a long, he long time. He hates it. Yeah. And he botched the first tweet because he doesn't know how to tweet. <laughs> Swear to God. He had to delete it and, and start over again. It was amazing. Uh, but there's, and so I there's could, more. My, my point is, this is why he's a good quarterback, because he's not spending all of his time on Twitter. Well, and It's, it's why he, uh, it's such a waste of people's time. I mean, it really yeah. is. Is I've the older I get, the more it's, I've learned that browsing Twitter all the time is such a waste not, of your time. Not necessarily good for you. I I do think so. They're not going to make a lot of money. They'll make a little money off this. Oh, know? they'll. I mean, for twenty year olds or twenty one year olds, this is it's good money. But it's not like it's not the stuff that people have warned us about with the name, image, and likeness thing. But my point is that those two specifically. Well, all those. Potential T-shirt people, okay, the brand players for Iowa State, they are better off now. You know, not spend a lot of time on this, but if they prepare and become an NFL player, that's way more money than they'll make from a T-shirt, right? So that yes. their priorities are still in the right place, and their goals, the, their goals aren't changing. I think what and that that's another reason though why Brock wanted to work with us because we do everything. Yep, like literally, I mean, Brock has spent less than forty-five minutes on this whole deal. <laughs> It's just, it's literally what the rule was, name, image, and likeness, using that. For. Yep, it makes a lot of and sense. And then everybody else is doing I, all the work. I'm hopeful that this is what the majority of these things are, or t-shirts or little autograph signings here or there. Yeah. The concern is when it gets to a bigger level, like I'm, like the Miami situation that was talked about yesterday, where you've got these brands that will not only... Okay, I want you to endorse this for a couple hundred bucks on social media, but it's no, no. I'm going to pay every single member of the roster five thousand dollars to be an endorser of my product because that that's when it steers me the wrong way. That's not endorsement at that point. Okay, hold that. that, is, that hold is, that thought. That is paying for talent. Hold that thought. Um, I am so excited. My bathrooms are done. 
they are done and they, they look, look very nice. Amazing. And I want to thank my friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive for all of the awesome work that they did throughout this process. NFM.com. And that they, they're finally done. So we went in there and you know, cause they sponsor our Thursday night show. Yes. During the season, Tim yes. Mullen is a good friend of the programs. Uh, your wife used to work there and I didn't really know what I was getting into because I, Frankly, when I've gone there in the past, it's like, oh, I need a TV. You don't think of yeah. bathroom oh, remodel. I, I bought my Traeger there. Um, I bought, you know, I bought furniture from Homemakers, which is owned by Nebraska Furniture Mart. They had everything. It was incredible. Uh, we went in with a guy named Brian. My wife had an idea what she wanted. To be honest, this was her deal. This was her deal. If we would have redone anything, I would have just gone out and bought like a yacht. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wouldn't be able to afford that. But you know what I mean? I get, I, this yeah. was her deal. We decided we wanted to live in this house because we, housing prices are so crazy. We're like, we like our neighbors. Shout out to you. I appreciate that. And we're like, we just want to fix some things up. We go in there. Brian completely, um, they had everything. And people I don't think associate Nebraska Furniture Mart with flooring, with showers, with toilets. They had everything. Everything we did through Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive. Now that it is over... I will show you guys some pictures on social media and stuff because it it looks incredible. We could not be more happy. Check them out at nfm.com. Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive, great sponsors of what we do here on Cyclone Fanatic and the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Uh, also, want to give a shout out to our friends at Gravitate Coworking. Uh, check them out at gravitatecoworking.com. Uh, Jeff Wood, main man. I hope you got the uh, the truck ready. Uh, for the big parade, Jeff. Nonetheless, um, so <laughs> he did not take our idea. I saw the picture, Jeff. Oh, and it's a very—I mean, it was a very fine advertisement you made. But I was hoping you would—you would have the uh, offices or uh, home offices suck. Did you know? Because um, Jeff heard us talking about—I think he listened to the summer series when I was talking about wanting to help young journalists get jobs and stuff okay. like that. Did you know that they have a, that Gravitate Coworking has a Iowa Tech startup blog? I think I I, I don't know if I was. It's aware called of that. Clay and Milk. Oh, yeah. com. I didn't know this. I did not know this. I did know that. He sent it to me. It's a beautiful looking website. Um, this is really neat. I'm going to go through this. It's called Clay and com, and it's published it, by Gravitate Coworking. So I got I've gotten involved a little bit. On the entrepreneurship startup innovation side, there are some really neat things happening in central Iowa. And Jeff's Jeff is not only does the gravitate co-working space, he's a key player yeah, he's a big in the startup innovation entrepreneurship area and in, in and he's a well known guy. Like he's yeah. he's involved in all this stuff, which makes sense because a lot of these startups are really small and so they need places to work. And Jeff's plugged in everywhere and he's also plugged in with some stuff going on at Iowa State. Okay, um, thanks to GravitateCoworking.com for sponsoring the Williams and Bloom Sunday night, a.k.a. Wednesday morning podcast. What day is it? Wednesday. On Sunday night, Bloom and I are going to go through team by team with the Big 12 to get you prepped for the media days with our thoughts on every team. And um, I'll also show you guys what I did for my bracket, my poll. Could you get a vote? Yeah, I'll, I'll show you guys. That comes how out I, next week. Yeah, I'll show you guys how I voted. Probably looking at second for Iowa State. Iowa State will be second. Oklahoma will be one. It, it should be. I mean, frankly. Texas three. Yeah. 
I would think so. Yeah. I mean, I think Oklahoma State has a gripe. Sure. We'll, we'll talk about all that. We can, yep. Um, all right, this Miami deal, this is a problem for you. It's a problem because I think it's a – I hate the, the cliche slippery slope, but it is. I mean – You've got us. You've got. So tell everybody what happened okay. real quick. So this this Miami alum, I think he's an alum or he's a booster. I don't know exactly what it is. he owns a he owns a bunch of MMA gyms down in yeah. Southwest like Florida, big time. Like Amanda Florida. Nunez works yeah, out like of these big, gyms, big, so these are big time. So this guy's got cash. Anyway, he's a big booster. Wants to see Miami do well, and so his thought is, well, the way we can bring the U back is let's sponsor every single member of the football roster. I'm going to give them all, what was it, five, $6,000. It adds up to about $550,000 total, which I'm guessing for this guy, it's an expense, but it's not a huge expense. And we're just going to pay them all to be uh, brand advertisers for my MMA gyms. Makes sense, football players, MMA gyms. Even if the player hasn't done a thing, they're going to potentially be marketing for this gentleman at, Five to six thousand dollars a pop, so that's okay. It, that is almost direct. You're not. You're, you're not. You're not a, paying for somebody's likeness. You're. Yeah, you're just paying them for being on the team at that point. Yeah, that's all it is. And I think that's the real danger here. Is if this is what it comes down to, and I honestly, right now the rules, the way the rules are are stated, there's no stopping them from doing this. Okay, some states have some language in it that you can't be a booster that's involved in this, but it's impossible to track. And this is why the NCAA just wanted to step out of it. Because honestly, the best case for these NCAA and these college football programs, if they want to make it equitable, and some have no interest in making it equitable because they know they're going to be an advantage in this situation. But the best case for some, I would think, would be let the state government or ideally the federal government legislate this and have rules against boosters being direct pay to play for these players. I don't know if that'll ever happen, but if it doesn't, you're going to have these companies that just do this, you know, 5,000 here, 10,000 here. Yeah, and then for the huge companies, it's like, like what if Nike and Phil yeah, what if Phil Knight's like, you know what? Everybody in Oregon, hundred thousand. What if Apple, like, and they won't, I mean, yeah. You know. So th- this that's the scary situation. But these these companies while they are very wealthy, they don't Amazon's not going to say, "You know what? San Jose State, that's our team. We're going to we're going to throw a couple million at San Jose State to get some good players." It's it, the market but, will but figure it itself out. It will. Out. And I think it's going to get it's going to get really squirrely early and it'll settle down a little bit, but yeah. I think things like this will be common where you have these one-off companies trying to make a name for themselves. This guy got more notoriety from this thing. It's a PR stunt, almost. Oh, and, it's terrible spending for his ad dollars. Yeah. I mean, no, honestly, it's, it's yeah, awful. But he got he got yeah. notoriety in the press now because he was that, the first. That's what he paid for, yeah. not the third-string offensive tackle Correct. tweeting. But, I mean, you, there's got to be some, like, you've had to, you have to do something before you can do your end. I don't know. It just seems like a really cheap way of, of giving these people just paying for nothing. I don't know. I just, I think it, it, it sends a poor message and I think it's the worst case for some of the old timers of why they were not real supportive of this thing. Well, and again, I, this, this one, the more now that we're a weekend, I, I think that they, that these schools, 
one, I, I'm concerned about the level of help the athletes are going to get because I think it's a bit of a conflict of interest yeah, for the schools to the, help them. The schools don't want to step in because Correct. they don't want to get in trouble themselves. Exactly, because they're terrified. Yeah. Uh, and I, I understand. So it's just like a, it's very so much now, a hands-off situation. Like, I mean, we saw a deal last week with Brees that, like, the Big 12 ref yeah. thing. Yeah. Which was funny. Um, but I don't know if Brees was in on it. On he they, they paid him the cameo, which is the voice video message thing that you can pay for. And then Big 12 ref sent him something to talk about. And Brees did. But I'm not sure... Brees realized Big 12 refs is a sarcastic account. Correct. Not like a real, it wasn't a sincere. It, it wasn't thought. a big deal. Yeah, it was funny. It was, t- it, it was funny, and I, I laughed at it. And I think Cameo is great. Like, if you can if, if manage it the right way. Yeah, if Brees can send somebody a happy birthday message, yeah, you like get paid my, $50 for it, great. My 10 year old nephew, he would love, and he's probably, we're probably going to do this for him. If, you know, a happy birthday message from Brees Hall would make his day. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. That's awesome. Um, I, I just, I don't want this to go down a road where every Tom, Dick, and Harry is paying these guys $100 to come to their nightclub. Or, yeah. Like, I, because at some point, these guys are doing, doing more to hurt their brand. I don't think we're there. Uh, I just... It's the newness of it. I think these guys want to take take advantage of, oh my gosh, this is new, this is fun, let's strike while the iron's hot. Um, And it also, too, I think, too, like, if you're a guy, we we keep talking about Brees and Brock, I think if you're a middle roster guy, it could be easy right now to get discouraged because everybody is out there shopping themselves right now. Yes. Where that's not always going to be the case. Eventually, the games are going to happen. Right, and and here's the other thing. And you if know, you don't play on the field, then you're not worth nearly yeah, as much. You may get some one-offs of people who just want to help everybody, but those are going to be very rare, especially at most places. Now, Miami's a weird place, and this guy... It's a cesspool yes. down there. I Now, I think what we've... What, so the fear is, okay, now these teams are just going to buy all the best players, but you've seen with Texas... Texas has had the best players in the Big 12, well, them in Oklahoma for years, and it hasn't resulted in wins on the football field. I would say it's now beating them two years in a row. Like, at the end of the day, you still have to play the game. Yes. And there's something to be said for, you know, why do the Tampa Bay Rays beat the Yankees? You know, it's just a better culture, a better... They have $120 million less per year. Like, it, it, it's not automatic that just because you can pay all the players on the roster... 20,000 that you're going to get the best guys. Ultimately, the players still have to put in the work. And what has hurt Texas in the past, I think you could see this in some of these programs. If it's all about the money, you may not want to put in the work. And the work at the end of the day is with the results on the field. And so I think, you know, I don't think Campbell's real concerned about this because he knows the strength of the Iowa State program. Sure, you'll have some one offs getting some NIL benefits, but the strength is in that culture. And working together, and that is still the success on the field will dictate more money down the road for all of these guys. And I think that's the message that needs to get across. That is a perfect way to put it, Bloom. Well, it's like okay, give a bunch people a bunch of money. That doesn't mean you're going to win ten games. Like there's there, there's more to football than that. I, I still think it. I said this a lot last week, but if 
if you were to put a gun to my head and ask me, I think, I think it helps Iowa State because I don't think that you're going to have a Mac Jones sitting for three years at Alabama That's, like yeah, like he used true. to. I, I just and the majority of these guys, the majority, I don't think that this is going to be a not, huge thing. I, for. Do, I I agree, especially the guys Iowa State are in on because you're still you're basketball. Still, different story. The, the basketball, correct. I'm very nervous about basketball. Yeah, because that that you mean you're talking about. If if Kansas boosters, they only have to pay twelve guys then, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so realistically, that, you only really need to pay like four. Four, yeah. You know, so that's basketball that's a is a deal. tough situation, and but I think f- football, at least in the short term, it'll it'll even itself out. And I think at some point, it's a free for all now. I think there will be regulation down the road. It'll get to a point where somebody has to step in and say, "Look, we can't just have." this freewheeling system. Either the conferences will put something in place or ideally, like I said earlier, the state and the federal government will come up with a set of very loose parameters that can give the schools and the conferences some And then we ownership. have to enforce them. Yeah, but you do, but the, the enforcement from the state and federal government would be a lot stronger with a lot more teeth than the NCAA has. Because the NCAA is powerless at this point. So I think it'll come at some point but until then, the market's going to settle itself down. Well said. Thanks, Bloom. Appreciate it. Get yep. to your meetings. Happy Wednesday. Wednesday? We'll be, Wednesday. We'll, we'll be back on... Are we doing... Yeah, we'll be back Sunday night. Yeah. And then, again, I'm off to Dallas next week, and football content the, will really heat up. Big 12 preview extravaganza on Sunday. Yeah, there you go. You heard it here from Bloom. Have a great rest of your week, guys. Sins